0: Raw truth stories of female infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Well, hello and welcome to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. This is Rebecca. And as you can tell, my voice sounds tired. Well, that's because I just woke up not that long ago. (laughs) And I have so many different things I need to try and do within the next few days that I figured I better get on this story quickly so that I stay on schedule. So bear with me as my voice wakes up. I wanted to start off today by reading some testimonials. I will receive emails from time to time, and it just warms my heart to receive these. And some of them I have posted on my Facebook page, but I wanted to share with everybody else. So this first one says, I listened to you read my story and it was surreal. I've heard you talk about so many other people's situations that it was strange to hear you do my story. You handled everything wonderfully. When I was going through all of this stuff a decade ago, I never would have imagined one day I would be sharing my story with anybody. I was so embarrassed by everything. I feel like I have come full circle now that my story is hopefully helping other people, including both men and women. Thank you for what you do and for all the lives you are helping. This isn't an easy topic for anyone to talk about, and you do it with such grace and kindness. I'm glad I found your podcast, and I'm glad I was able to contribute. I was so incredibly saddened to hear about your recent tragic loss. I don't know you, but having listened to you for so long, I feel like we are real friends. I was completely heartbroken, and you are in my prayers. I know everyone says that, but you really are. And that was sent in by Freddie. His story was on Patreon. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, you would have most likely listened to it. If you're not, you're missing out. (laughs) The next one was this. I started listening to your podcast in May of 2020 when I suspected my wife was having an affair. Between then and now, it has become clear to me that she was up until the end of July of 2020 when she broke it off. I'm so grateful to you and your contribute contributants. Can't even say that that I was able to see and understand how our relationship got to the stage that she needed to seek emotional and sexual fulfillment elsewhere, and what that means for the woman my wife, herself, we are working on our marriage, not just for our three children, and hope to stay together. But I'm not sure that I would have, ne- have had the necessary levels of understanding and acceptance to do that without your podcast, your insights, and those of your contributors. I've been keeping you in my thoughts during your time of grieving the loss of your husband, and I pray that you are able to remember him with joy and move forward in your life. Thank you again. And if God's for you, may God bless you. Anonymous and considering sharing his story for the Patreon subscribers. Thank you. These are great. Okay, the next one is, I have recently started listening to your podcast, and it has been really cathartic for me. I have recently started writing a memoir to help me get some of my memories out of my head and on paper, and I've realized a few things about myself. One thing I have discovered is how much I have cheated. I have also only been in unhappy relationships until I met my husband. Your story stuck with me because I was in a long-term relationship with my high school sweetheart after we started dating again in our 20s, and he moved away for school, and we began a long-distance relationship. I had gotten out of an abusive relationship, and I had reached back to him for comfort. I felt like my old self again when I started seeing him. Sometimes I could pretend that the years in between didn't happen. I tried to open up to him about the abuse, but he didn't believe me and he told me that I didn't have to talk about it. We started living together and then one day he told me that he was going to move away for college and that I couldn't come. We'd been living together for two years and I felt completely abandoned. There was a lot of hiding on both ends, but I never got confirmation that he cheated on me. I, however, cheated on him multiple times. The first time was with a famous singer when I got a backstage at a concert, and I told myself it was just a kiss and it was a rare opportunity. The second time was after I started an emotional relationship with a college friend. I hurt him in the end because he had fallen for me. The final time was when I met my husband. I know this might be controversial, it might seem like I'm condoning cheating because it ended really well for me, but I still wish it didn't have to have happened the way it did. Writing this out makes me nervous, but it has also helped me confess, even with if no one hears. If you want to talk more, I am happy to share. Anonymous. And of course, and I've, I've reached back to her and said, yes, definitely, I would love your whole story. I think that that would be real interesting, especially if there's a comparison between her story and my story. You know, there's similarities. I would love to hear the whole thing. So please send me your story if you're interested. Um, I can help you get your story guide all set up. It's on my website. So um, hopefully you are hearing this and thank you for the great email. All right. Just this is one more. Hi, I can't say enough about how much I love your show. I don't understand how you don't have more subscribers to Patreon. Coming in, I knew you would have at least 10,000 subscribers. To know I was in the first 50 makes me feel special because the normal listeners don't know what they are missing. The content is so addicting that the $3 a month you request doesn't feel like a good deal, but a giveaway. I have many questions for you, but my main one at this time is if you had more Patreon subscribers, would that allow you to play more episodes weekly? I know you mentioned a lot goes on, in, or a lot goes into these stories, and sometimes you present the story five months after it was submitted, but can we get an extra episode a week? LOL. All jokes aside, I want to let you know I am a huge fan and I'm excited for what this podcast has to offer in the future. My condolences go out to you as well as for the loss of your husband. I hope you stay safe and the best of luck to you and your family. From a Patreon subscriber, a man. I did talk back and forth with this last one a little bit and explained that, yes, of course, with working full time, it does limit my availability to be able to record, but um, also content is very important. I do typically these stories the way that I do, just so that I make sure I have enough episodes to stretch out. Um, I do have several still lined up for the rest of the year, and I'm always looking to get more. Um, I do tend to get more of the women's stories, which is the whole point of the podcast, um, more frequently than I would say for the Patreon. But um, I'm always looking for more. And yes, of course, if I was packed, packed, packed with stories and people lining up on Patreon. Yeah, it would free me up a little bit more um, from my job to be able to provide you with more, but the bills still need to be paid. <laughs> and at this point in time, in my podcast career, I do need to continue working outside of the podcast. I appreciate this feedback so much. It warms my heart to know that I've really made a difference. And I know I've said this before, but truthfully, It really does and I'm so glad to be a part of this and to get to know everybody and their stories and they feel comfortable with me and trust me. So thank you to everybody. What happens when a woman cheats on her spouse or partner? As with any form of infidelity, there is always pain, sadness and collateral damage. We've listened to many stories of women sharing their own infidelity. But what does the husband or betrayed partner go through? My wife and I were together for 19 and a half years. We married on November 24th, 2001. Six months later, during the same two week period that we were creating our youngest son, she had an affair with one guy three different times. She said it was because I wasn't telling her she was beautiful often enough, and it was someone that she had known before we had even been dating, and was attracted to him, but she had never had the chance to sleep with him. She didn't tell me about this for a year and a half, and she also told me that she had been with 21 men prior to us meeting. To hear the full story and more stories about the betrayed partner's side of the affair, or being the other woman or other man, Subscribe to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity's Patreon. With a $3 a month pledge, you will have access to these bonus episodes, plus have early access to regularly released episodes. Visit rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link to subscribe today. Today we're going to learn about Ashley and her story. She submitted this to me back last fall, so I'm excited to finally get to her story and be able to share it with everybody. First, I'd like to start off by saying thank you for starting this podcast. I can't begin to explain how important this is right now. The beginning started about six years ago. I was in a relationship at the time, and so was he. Let's call him Mike. Mike and I ran into each other about 12 years after high school. It started out casual, with conversations over the phone. Then we would meet here and there for a drink. We built a strong friendship. But one day, out of the blue, he professed his feelings for me. It threw me off, but it was so genuine, I felt a chill go to my bones. I know it sounds crazy, but I knew right then I'd love this man deeper than anyone else from my past. We had a big misunderstanding which caused us to lose contact for a while. When we did reconnect, he was having a baby and I decided to get married to another man. We started communicating again and after more time, we slept together. It was nothing too special at first and I don't think either of us expected it to be. By this time, we were both married with kids and decided if this was going to work we'd be completely honest with each other. Over time, we fell deeply in love. I got a procedure to ensure I wouldn't get pregnant and so did he. We're each other's best friends. I can't see myself without him. I often think about ending my marriage to be with him and he does as well. We take vacations together. We talk every day. I'm not sure how this will end, or if it ever will. I just don't want to hurt anyone, and I don't want to face the consequences of ever being caught. I'm a coward, I'm selfish, and I feel horrible when I think of being caught. I often daydream about leaving my marriage and being with him. I feel like he's my soulmate. It gets so confusing. I feel like the worst thing that can happen would be to leave my marriage and get into a situation that does not work out. My friends say I feel this way only because of the situation and my feelings are not real. If anyone could provide some advice, it would be greatly appreciated. I've left so many things out of the story, like he has two kids outside of his marriage. He slept with my sister, and if we were to get together, his wife and I would never be cordial because he and I were almost caught by her a few years ago. After listening to your story, I believe I'm also a serial cheater. I say that because I found myself in relationships where I didn't have the courage to leave, so I'd cheat. I actually ended up with my husband because I was cheating with him from my last relationship. That relationship went back and forth for many years. He and I have been together off and on for about 19 years, but I count about 13 years because that's the age of our youngest child. I never wanted to marry my current husband. I wasn't happy, and I don't think he was either. The misunderstanding between Mike and I pushed me to decide to get married. Before that misunderstanding, I knew I'd marry Mike. At this time, he had been married for about eight years, but he and his wife have dated since high school. At this point, I've been married for six years. Although I was a cheater in my past, I feel like I'd never cheat on Mike. We are versions of each other. We think the same, we value the same things, and I believe he wouldn't cheat on me either. I ended up getting sterilized because I knew we'd end up having a baby. Years later, he got sterilized to ensure not getting his wife pregnant so we can be together. At this point, I believe we both want to make the jump, but of course, we're both scared. Neither of us want to be the bad guy to our friends, family, and children. I don't remember the last time I was happy. I was disconnected from my marriage and that relationship. I'm not affectionate. We don't kiss and our sex is so-so. On the other hand, Mike makes me have multiple orgasms and even squirting. I thought it was a myth, but every time we've had sex in the six years, sex gets better and better, and I'm not sure how it's possible. My husband is a nice man, and he deserves to be happy. I know he'd be happier with anyone else besides me. He actually deserves the feelings I'm experiencing with Mike. But I just can't leave. It's like I need to know it will work out first, and there's no way to know. Oh, man, this sounds messy. And I understand how your emotions are being pulled in so many, many, many different directions. And, you know, I'm going to open it up for anybody, if they have thoughts for you, um, to definitely... um, Shoot me an email so I can share this. And uh, another place that might be good for you if you're not already is join my private uh, female infidelity group through Facebook. Just email me and I can help you not navigate to it if you're not already there. Um, as far as my thoughts on this, I wonder there are so many things it sounds like because you would go from relationship to relationship with infidelity. Um, What is it that's been missing? Do you feel like you're just settling because it's the right thing to do? I mean, I know I did that. It's like, oh, I should get married, so I'm going to do this, Um, though I probably shouldn't have. Is it something like that? Um, How did you feel growing up? Were there abandonment issues with being a child, did any of that happen to where, you know, maybe your parents were unfaithful or maybe your mom or your dad left the marriage and you felt kind of lost after that? I'm just asking questions because I don't know. Um, The longer this goes on, the harder it's going to be on your husband and children. If the truth comes out and I know you're afraid to leave your marriage in the event that things with Mike don't work out, but there's a lot of collateral damage here between his marriage and children and your marriage and children that if you guys get caught, it's going to cause a huge mess. It could break you guys up. Because maybe he might feel like he needs to work it out with his wife. You might feel like you need to work it out with your husband. Um, and everybody, including yourself, deserve to be happy. And that includes your husband, like you mentioned, as well as Mike's wife. Um, my thoughts are to have a serious talk with Mike and figure out if you guys really want to make a go for it, then you both need to be honest with your spouses as best as you can. That is, um, you know your limits and you know what your spouses can understand and accept um, to be able to get out of your marriage so that you guys can move forward together. Um, One thing that I caution and it was something that I had learned on my own as well, is that you cannot build a new foundation out of ashes. And I know I've used that line a lot. And I actually learned that from my ex-husband. He was the one that told me those things. And he was right. And what he means is, you can't destroy lives. You can't build a new life on destroyed lives. Um, and what he was meaning was the person that I had been seeing, he was basically saying, starting a relationship with him, you know, you guys destroyed two marriages and now you want to start a life with him how's that going to be you're getting started on the wrong foot you're getting started with trying to build a new foundation from ashes because of all the collateral damage like I mentioned earlier so I would proceed with caution and um, life is short you know and I learn this more and more you know of course with my recent husband passing away and or the recent events and you know, it's not fair to anybody to be miserable in life because we only get one shot at this. And if you and Michael feel like you guys need to be together, then like I said earlier, have a serious talk about this and find out if this is something you guys can make work and make it work and let the spouses go. Divorce is going to be messy. Separation with the kids, houses, finances, and all of that. It is going to be a disaster because it's just so much hard work mixed with pain and emotions. And so that's the only thing I can really say from my standpoint. And that's from my experience. I just want you and Mike to be happy. I want everybody to be happy and be good to one another. So this has been going on for so long. It's probably the normal feeling for you on how to do this as far as uh, not showing your emotions to your husband, the distance, things like that. And you never know. He, like you said, he may be relieved to be able to be out of it. Have you ever sat down and talked with him and said, hey, are you happy in this marriage? Because I'm not. And to see what he says. Maybe, maybe you guys can work through something. Or even if you're afraid about cheating, though, you said you weren't going to be afraid about cheating on Mike. But in general, find relationships that are open, um, or polyamorous, you know, things like that, that might work better with your feeling of needing to be with other people, when those needs are not being met in current relationships. So those are just my thoughts. Um, and again, to anybody here you know if you're listening, please email me rebecca dot raw truth at gmail dot com with thoughts and I will get those passed on to ashley um and uh if anybody who has been in a um in an infidelity situation like this, and they're interested in in joining my private Facebook group. It's a very quiet group. There's not a lot of conversation, but if somebody needs something, they know that they're in a safe place. They can get in there and they can say something and people will give feedback. And it's all respectable without judgment because they know if they start being judgy and grumpy, they're out of there. I just don't tolerate it because that's not what this is about. It's about being in a safe place to be able to open up and have feedback, support, non condoning, but support about this is a situation. I'm stuck. I need somebody to talk to. Okay. So anyways, Ashley, thank you so much for sending it in. I just, my heart goes out to you because I know you're really, really in a tough spot, a real tough spot right now. So um, think about it. Feel free to reach out to me. I'd love follow-ups. And again, thank you for submitting your story. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope this podcast has been helpful to you. And if you are interested in sharing your story, always know it is anonymous. You can visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on Story Guides. And there you will find an outline to help you form your story for the podcast. While you're visiting my website, feel free to vote for me to be in the hot 50 countdown for podcast magazine. Visit the merch store in case you're interested in some no judgment coffee mugs or a tote bag. If you are interested in subscribing to Patreon for those extra episodes and my bloopers, you can also subscribe directly from my website by clicking on Patreon. Also, if you could please rate and review me where you listen to your podcasts, especially on Apple, that would be great, as it will help others find this show. Feel free to email me anytime at rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Thank you again for all of your support. Please be kind to one another, stay well, stay happy, and always remember, no judgment. Goodbye.